gonna talk about novel name I gave him the nose job he wanted. It might sound alien, but everything indeed carries vibrational energy. Even the self-consciousness is also type of energy that vibrates at very brisk pace. People's opinion, therefore, bears some value after all. That's a law of vibration. A vibrational pattern can calculate anything. This novel is mostly fiction inspired on true events that might have happened to somebody else knew. Names, characters, places, incidents are either product of imagination or any resemblance to actual people, living or dead events or locals are entirely coincidence or have been changed to protect privacy of parties. Fair use. However, please consider this book as a sci-fi and any resemblance to people, dialogues, events is just coincidence and the whole story is absolutely mind-blowing. So listen us on podcast and email. Ebooks by artist Tim C. The portion of this novel contains a third-party content that constitutes fair use under federal copyright laws in the United States under Section 17 U.S.C. 107 works that are meant to be for educational and scholarly purpose, which are protected by laws. And no matter what we do, authors of this novel intent in, has no intent to pass any third-party content as our own. Thank you. Prologue. My name is Leah at MTBLC, a public relationship agency, also known as True Start, and pride of detective attorney Matt Blues is a business partner uh, who is also a big fan of reality TV and likes to investigate true crime stuff as pro bono. This time, True Start decided to investigate a strange case about a successful attorney Brian Smarter, who has been found dead in his apartment with his face disfigured from the gunshots. And his ex-girlfriend, Shyla Ubers, is under investigation now. The novel was inspired by two events. There should be actually a lot more victims of this kind of dating practices. So please read us um, on other podcasts. And uh, we just like to bring our opinion and speculation, what could possibly happen in real life. And names, ages, locations are some facts change on purpose to protect privacy. Thank you. There is a lot of questions to solve in this novel. If Shyla Ubers killed her ex-boyfriend, and so what was her motive? Chapter 1. Brian Smarter Brian Smarter was a was born in Chicago to John and Olive Smith. His parents got divorced and his mom married a guy named Victor Smarter. Victor raised Brian as his own child and Brian took his last name and became Brian Smarter. Victor, John and Olive put the differences aside and blended the family together so Brian would have a stable and happy uh, sense of true family union. Brian was a very proactive and protective for his brother, he was very kind. He grew up in a well-known community well connect, with well-connected family in North Chicago. Ryan was already a world traveler at his young age. When he was only um, a child in high school, his family moved to Thailand and then they moved to Europe to teach Bible. Brian eventually graduated from the International School of Paris. However, the whole Brian high school stay in Europe was hard on his actual biological father, and he was very happy when Brian returned back to the United States. 
When the Smarty family moved back to Chicago, Brian spent a lot of time with his biological father and enjoyed every minute of that relationship. Brian's biological father, John, would go to Brian's apartment and clean it while Brian was busy with school and work. Most women consider Brian as a total package. He was extremely good-looking, ambitious, successful, and very intelligent. Brian's friends remember when he was walking into the room, women would just flock to him. He was very uh, charismatic and loved to discuss world events. Brian had a love for learning new things and they wanted to know as much as possible. He would have a chess matches with his friend that would, could last for days. Brian also loved guns. He was a gun collector, an enthusiast. After high school, Brian got his bachelor's degree in English literature and political science and then moved to the law school in New York. After graduation from the law school, Brian started working as an attorney for his own law firm. Chapter 2. Lori Bailey Brian started uh, smart and met Lori Bailey at a local bar. She was also an attorney, and they started dating right away. It was law from first glance, and they felt hard and fast. The couple got an apartment together and adopted the puppies. Many of their friends thought they would actually ended up getting married, however, they didn't last long as a couple and broke up their relationship in 2011. Shortly thereafter the breakup, Brian's cousin suggested him talking to one of her friends, Shyla Ubers. Chapter 3 Shyla Ubers Brian Smarter checked out Shyla Ubers' pictures on her social media and contacted her. They two began talking. Later that they, later they two met um, in the spring of two, 2011. Shyla was finishing her degree of psychology at local university and she also did some part-time modeling on the side. However, Shyla lived 80 miles away from Brian in less fancy neighborhood. At only 19 years old, Shyla was already a woman who used to get anything she really wanted with ease. She had almost a genius level of IQ and got only straight A's in school. Shyla was um, also a good singer and took acting classes. Her bedroom was full of academic awards and uh, accolades. Shyla friends recall that Shyla was extremely competitive and pushed her the best at everything she did. Shyla had this personality that she had to win at any cost, that she couldn't handle breakups very well. According to her friends, during the breakup, she would scream and cry a lot and seemed to have a very difficult time of moving on. Brian and Shyla's relationship was rocky from the bottom. From the beginning, Shyla was still very threatened by Brian's ex-girlfriend, Lori. She would often make sure that everybody knows that Shyla is with, with Brian now and ask people if um, his ex-girlfriend, Lori, was his as an attractive as Shyla. When Brian was having conversation to other women, Shyla would come up and interrupt him, using weird excuses, and she was also very cold to other women. The couple's relationship was like a roller coaster, with frequent fights, cheating on both sides, and the breakups. Brian's family quickly noticed that Shyla was extremely possessive and needy. She would often show up at his law firm or at his apartment and refuse to leave. One night, Brian had to leave his own place and spend the whole night at his dead place. 
because he couldn't get Shyla out of his place. Shyla also figured out how to get into Brian's social media accounts and started deleting or messaging all his female friends on his behalf. Brian's family and friends were growing more and more concerned about Shyla's complete obsession with him. Brian constantly was telling everyone that Shyla was the craziest girl he ever met. He was actually scared of her. However, despite all the above, Brian and Shyla continued their dramatic circle, cycle of breakups and getting back together. Chapter 4. Red Flags During one of these fights, Brian smarted through Shyla's purse out of the window of his apartment and then picked her up and pushed her away from his apartment too. Shyla went to his neighborhood and comp um, went to his neighbors and complained about how she cooked for him, did his laundry and errands and walked his dog, but he still didn't want to be with her. Shyla also stated that Brian was often verbally and emotionally abusive, telling her that she is ugly and would need a plastic surgery. And she ne needed to lose weight. When Shyla was only 21, she started her own master program in psychology when Brian was tangled into a lawsuit with his former business partner and he was extremely stressed out because of it and angry. This stress along with the stress of Shyla increasingly unstable behavior began to take toll on him. Chapter 5 Breakup On November 1st, Brian took Shyla to a shooting range with him. Later that day, Shyla texted a friend a weird joke. joke. Quote, when I'm going to shooting range with him, I'm probably gonna shoot him there for the pain he caused me. As the pressure continues to build up with Brian's lawsuit um, and extreme relationship with Shyla, Brian was being pushed to his limits. On December 1st, Brian texted a friend, quote, there is nothing I want on earth, just leave everything and... Um, in a pile of rubble. Brian was throwing himself into his law work and became more distant with Shyla. And um, they eventually broke he eventually broke up with her and began talking to other women. Brian's secretary, however, was harassed by Shyla's thousand messaging for him left unreturned. If Shyla couldn't get Brian on his cell phone, she would definitely call his legal assistant and bombarded her with tons of questions and messages for him. If that it that wasn't enough, she would be she, uh, she would have to show up at his place or office and refuse to leave. Shyla would become very upset and could couldn't sleep. After Brian finally broke up with her, she couldn't deal with it, uh, with her anxiety on alone and drove to her mom's house. Chapter six: Adriana Elms. Meanwhile, Brian started talking to a former Miss USA, Adriana Elms, on social media, and they arranged to meet at the bar later that evening. Shyla found out about, about it somehow. She probably had still access to his social media accounts. And in fact, Shyla just friended Adriana just two days prior Brian's meeting with her, and she was spending quite a lot of time checking Brian's new date online. Quote, I would definitely be... Amazing at snowboarding and wake up boarding, Adriana stated during her interview for Beauty Pageant. Later that day, Brian was talking to one of his co-workers about how excited he was meeting Adriana for my Miss USA. 
Brian legal assistant was extremely concerned about Shayla's reaction, she said, and she warned uh, Brian to be careful. In response, Brian said that he had everything under control and asked his ass assistant not to worry about him. Apparently, Shayla either had a direct knowledge or had just an instinct that Brian was about to move on and became so desperate. Chapter 6. Gunshots Made the fall was the favorite season for Brian, and he was feeling great about his upcoming date with a new girl, Adriana, that night. As Brian parked his car, he texted Adriana about the plans for tonight. At, um, the, at first, they decided to meet at Brian's condo, but later, they agreed to meet just at the local bar. Brian had a license to possess a gun, and he actually was having, having it with him all the time. And later that day, he came home, and he put his gun on a table at his condo. Couple minutes later, Shayla showed up at his place un unannounced. At 8 p.m. that evening, a 911 call was made to a local police station and Shayla was screaming. Brian's neighbor heard, neighbors heard the gunshots. Chapter 7 911 call made. Quote, 911, what's your emergency? The operator asked. Ma'am, I just killed my boyfriend. I think in self-defense. Shyla stated on the phone speaking frantically. Don't worry, relax. What did you kill him with? The operator asked. With a loaded gun in his house, Shayla replied. Where did, he, where did you get the gun? The operator asked. It was on the table. And then I put, I put it back on the table. Shyla responded. Are you sure that he is dead? The operator asked again. Yes, he is really dead, Shayla responded. How long did you sh go you shoot him? The operator asked. Not long, 10 or 15 minutes ago, Shayla responded. What's your name? The operator asked. My name is Shayla Ubers. And Shayla responded. Okay, Shayla, stay with me on the line. Officers already on the way. You are going to show them where you put the gun when they arrive, okay? The operator said. I'm not the murderer. I just killed him by accident in self-defense, Shayla said. What happened exactly, the operator asked. He hit me and tossed me out of the house, and I came to get my things back, and he was in front of me, and I got scared, and I shot him. And I just grabbed the gun from the table nearby, and I pulled the trigger, Shayla responded. Do you need an ambulance? Have you been injured? The operator asked. No, I'm not injured, Shayla responded. Do you have a history of domestic violence with him? The operator asked again. Yes, Shayla responded. Was it your gun? The operator asked. No, it wasn't. It was his. Shayla responded. Chapter 8. Interrogation. The officers arrived at 9 p.m. and they found Brian slump over on the floor near the table where gun was. Shayla was taken to a local police department for interrogation later that night. She immediately requested an attorney. However, she already started talking without her attorney, and the police officers just couldn't shut her up. Shyla would talk and talk and talk, so officers just couldn't take it anymore and had to leave the interrogation room once in a while to relieve themselves from too much information. Shyla was bombarding them with her without her attorney. Officer said that Shyla was making weird noises, for, um, forcing herself to cry. 
As soon as they, they left room, she was stopped talking immediately. And it was all recorded on a video camera. So the police watched Shyla in interrogation room with a mixture of fascination and disbelief. Quote, I shot him in self-defense because he was done thing to me when I hit my head on the headboard of the couch and then I grabbed a gun from the table and shot him. He was just throwing me around in the room. He grabbed my face and he was doing it like this. And how I don't know even... And I don't know even if uh, anyone could marry me now. Uh, after what I did to my ex, ha ha ha. It wasn't funny, but stuff he was saying to me was so abusive, so I couldn't deal with it anymore. In the middle of that, my my love turned into hate, and then I just reached the reaching point. Shayla was stating to the police, changing her original story. She told originally to the 911 operator. Then all of a sudden, Shayla started singing in the room, a classic well-known song showing some good voice and well-trained vocals techniques. Chapter 9. N nose Job Quote, Do you know, I just gave him a nose job he always wanted. Ha ha ha. Shayla was laughing hysterically in interrogation room. The officer and Detective Matt couldn't believe the ears that she just said that. Chapter 10. At the bar. Meanwhile, the former Miss USA, Adriana Elms, was sitting at the bar waiting for Brian to show up. He was, he was late. Brian had been, had been 30 minutes late already, and Adriana st started worrying about Brian, thinking maybe he just dumped her, or which was some, uh, which, or which is worse, something bad happened. Something bad happened to him. Brian wasn't responding on his phone. Adriana kept texting him and was getting annoyed more and more. She couldn't believe that Brian just stood her up. How could he do that? After all, she was Miss USA, a beauty queen. How could he do that? Chapter 11 Charge as Charges Filed Charges Filed Back at the police department, Shyla was charged with the murder of her ex-boyfriend, Brian. She was held on a 5 million bond before her trial. The following day, Brian's dad was um, riding his bike in the park when he got a phone call from a known number. It was a police officer who informed him that his son had been shot to death and he needed to be at the local coroner office for autopsy. Brian's dad was so shocked he so he couldn't say anything. He just couldn't do anything. He just couldn't even go to the coroner's office. Couple days later, the police let Brian's family to pick, pick up something they wanted to pick up from his apartment. And Brian's dad just went there and he remembered how he saw the blood on the carpet and he had a vision of how his son was being wheeled out of that room in the body bag. Quote, Nobody should ever have to clean the room of the murdered child in his home. But no one else was going to do that, so I have to do it. It was my duty. Brian's dad replied, heartbroken. Meanwhile, Shiloh was unable to get $5 million bail, and she remained incarcerated until her trial. Chapter 12. Homicide Trial 
Shail entered the courtroom with the plea um, of not guilty. Her defense's attorney claimed that she that the shooting was uh, in self-defense and it was actually Shyla who was the victim. Her attorney alleged that Brian was an abusive towards her and she had to do that. However, the prosecution stated that Shyla called him in a cold blood. Uh, after Brian broke up with her because she was jealous. Both sides used the couple's drama-filled text to back up the claims. During the trial, Brian's new girlfriend, Miss USA, Adriana Elms, also took a stand. Quote, I found Brian to be very nice, entertaining, and that's why I accepted his invite uh, to go on a date with him that day, Adriana stated in the courtroom. The defense claimed that Shyla and Ryan had a bad argument that day, but Brian's neighbors recalled that on October 12th, Shyla was there only for a couple minutes before they heard two loud gunshots. Shyla started claiming insanity, however, later she started stated that she couldn't possibly plead the insanity because she had IQ of an Einstein. Instead, Shyla said she was going to plead the Bartlett woman defense. Her, um, her attorneys, however, didn't put um, Shyla Ubers on a stand in front of the jury. After five hours of deliberations, the jury decided that Shyla Ubers was guilty under instruction number three, and the judges sentenced her for 40 years in prison. Shyla was stunned to hear the judge and the jury didn't believe that she was actually a victim of domestic violence. The judge actually wanted to give her more than 40 years than it was recommended by prosecutor. In August 2016, everybody was stunned to learn that the appeal was granted to Shyla Ubers on the basis that one of the jurors um, was a convicted felon and uh, he wasn't allowed to be in a jury by the state legislation in the first place. Chapter 13 Shyla Stand Shyla had to face another trial, and this time Shyla took a stand. Quote, he threw me from the doorway into his bedroom and then into his other room. Because of that, he was joking around. I hit my head on the table. He played with his hand in my hair. Did you seek medical treatment, the prosecutor asked. No, Shyla testified. Why not, prosecutor asked again. Shyla couldn't respond, and actually turns out later she was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, and the jury again deliberated for five hours and reached the verdict of guilty, and Shyla was sent again to, back to jail to serve her 40 years sentence.